This week on Zen and Not Zen, Pro Time Edition. It's like I also don't think I can walk into a, you know, confidently into a, into a, 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 a lesbian bar and be like, what's up, studs? Yeah, like hit that's a great the, way to get your ass kicked. That is a really good one. Hit them with the finger guns. I just don't think. I don't. I'm just picturing that. Robin <laughs> sauntering into the uh, wild rose. Uh, yo. Where my butchers at? Uh, where my butchers at? Holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. studs. <laughs> That's a good way to get your ass kicked. Yeah. And ass kicked, I Fuck. would get. Bro time. Bro time. Not me. Uh, I interviewed a guy Monday uh, from either podcast, and he uh, he has his own microdosing line that he has in uh, in uh, clinics in Mexico. He's got Ooh. him in eight doctors' offices in Mexico, and he's uh, he takes. Just a smaller dose of psilocybin, like much, much smaller dose, like maybe 50 milligrams. But then he also has eight different mushrooms and super superfoods on top of that, like uh, reishi, turkey tail, lion's mane, um, and some other, you know, it's, uh, multiple other things. And he's like having really, really positive success with this because his uh, the idea that he's going off of is that like each with mushrooms, each mushroom you add to it. Not only are you adding the power of that mushroom, but it also draws something else out of the previous right, mushroom. From right, it. right, right, right. So when you stack all these together, it, it combines this like really, really strong, intelligent kind of thing. And like he's, you know, the the biggest thing that he says right now is that uh, people are having a lot of success with like dementia, Alzheimer's, shit like that, where people are like coming back from that and being able to remember shit. Wow. So yeah, just like so he's gonna re- send me a bottle. Literally rebuilding path neural pathways. Hundred percent. So he's yeah, he sent me a bottle. I'm like, fuck Dude, yeah. yes. Fuck yeah. Try that shit out. Yeah, that, I need some of that. Yeah, I'm really excited. There's so many fucking ideas now with plant medicines. You know, they're, they're, we're just scratching the surface. I, I watched a or uh, uh, listened to a podcast the other day, and they were um, talking about uh, Navy SEALs. Uh, people in like special forces that have like intense, crazy PTSD. Cause not only do they experience what they experience half the time, they can't up. even talk about it because right. it's all secret fucking black ops mission. Right. So they can't even like talk about the fucked up Work shit they out. did. But, right. Like, the handcuffed blindfolded water tank shit that they have to do in training. Right. You yeah. Know? All kinds yeah. of weird shit. Right. So they're you know, coming the back. Documentary uh, born identity. Yeah, right. Yes. Which one? <laughs> the uh, documentary. So, uh, there's a clinic in Mexico that is doing this, uh, it's a three-part treatment. And they're mainly working with the Special Forces guys, but it's open to anybody. Yeah. And uh, so what it, what it is, is it's uh, sitting with uh, a medicine called Ibogaine, which is an ayahuasca-type medicine. It's mm. two plants <laughs> combined together. Yeah. Um, but this is this medicine, they've had a lot of success with the PTSD, but also with opiate addictions. Mm. Like it has like a 50 plus percent success rate with like curing people of opiate addictions. And our best we have in the States is 20 percent, 22 maybe. Can you imagine living in a world where plant based medicine is legal right. and it's just like used as treatment? Right. Like, well, and the people that have gone through the treatment for for opiates, opiate addiction, um, what I've read and what I've uh, what I've seen from the, the interviews is. People talking about like how the medicine when they're in it because it's a very intense hallucinogenic, just like you know ayahuasca. They said they can feel the spirit prying the addiction from every cell that they have in their body, right? And that's like that's a common story from that, yeah. you know. 
So anyway, so with the with the PTSD, so they're um, so they're hitting these uh, these these folks with two days in a row of ibogaine treatments, uh-huh. um, and then uh, integration in between that, and then on the third day they sit with five meo DMT, bufo like the frog. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and to, to to reintegrate the love. Right. Because that's what shows that we're connected. We're all one. Mm-hmm. Right. And it takes this, you know, it, you know, so the Ibogaine is helping them to remember the PTSD in a different way. And with the way it connects your brain, it's, it's softening the way they're remembering it. And then when they Shifting hit that, that, that 5-MeO DMT, there's this love layer that gets put on top of it. <sighs> and there's just like this acceptance of this is just the life that I am, that yeah. I've lived. You know, let's release the guilt that's behind it. It's a fucking combo forward. meal, bro. Yeah. That's a hell of a fucking experience. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. Have you, stayed, have you checked out the show Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia advice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that guy does all that shit. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah. Just goes around the world. Just does. Sits with medicines. Did, yeah, he met the guy who figured out the whole frog venom thing. Okay. All like, right. met that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he didn't meet that guy because yeah. the guy that inv- that figured that out was an indigenous person from like centuries and centuries well, ago. No, but the guy who wrote the first like leaflet that was circled around in the 70s and shit. Okay, yeah. Brought okay. it you know, to the brought it to the white you know, mainstream. You know, folks. so funny in high school, my friend and I bought this book at Barnes and Nobles. True story. Uh-huh. Practical LSD manufacturing. It was a straight okay. up how-to book. Had the trippiest cover. There's like hippie just like with a blanket like in the yeah, desert yeah, yeah. like making acid with like Bunsen burners and uh-huh. shit I'm like this is the coolest we didn't do shit oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's like the anarchist cookbook you know like yeah. everybody yeah. like not everybody but a lot of people had that yeah. and it's yeah. like how to make bombs and all this shit yeah. I don't know anybody that really did it. No. It was just like, hey, I got this just fucking like, thing. It's like their Playboy had one. Yeah. 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 When we yeah. looked at it, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. right? That's good shit. Anarchist <laughs> cookbook. Wow, the LSD one. That'd be interesting. Hell Practical yeah. LSD yeah. manufacturer. See, I've never tried to make drugs. You know, like I never like. I can't even cook myself like dinner. Like smoke the spice I, rack I'm not. As a kid. No, no. Didn't, didn't the, hit up the spice rack. Uh-uh. No, the worst. I did that the worst. But the, I didn't what try I to did make was. Crack. Uh, Is that what he just said? I've seen it made many times, <laughs> but I wasn't a part of it. But uh, I, uh, I think you know, picking mushrooms, like going through fields in Texas, yeah. picking yeah. mushrooms, getting shot. We actually got shot at a few times. Jesus. Like you get a buckshot <laughs> shooting over your head, and you're like fucking hitting the grass. Guts to go. Army rolling out of there. You know, it's fucking bonkers. Man. Remember all your training. I hear you out there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just Let's trying to steal fungus out of shit. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy acid and smoke weed. Yeah, so that was my that was those were my vices. <laughs> I'm just yeah, gonna no, leave I, this I by. always heard you know quote stories about friends out picking and figuring it out, and you know with the exception you can't of like, fuck with mushrooms yeah, like that. You can't like, pluck, yeah, you, yeah. pluck it and figure it out. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's Someone's the thing. Is fuck like you, up. you know, I remember There's a like, high margin I, of error. You know, I know what a couple of them look like, but when they're fresh, it's a whole other story. Right. Yeah, like yes. you know, like mm-hmm. blue ringers, I'd probably be able to figure out because they have an aforementioned blue ring on them right i know what the chicken the chicken ones look like there's like a chicken it's called chicken something yeah there's uh the two that i know by looking at are the texas big orange, orange ones yeah yeah and then the oh, uh, i know that from survival shows no no those are uh i can't remember the name of those on top of my head it starts with an m but um, and Mario the, mushrooms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, alien penis envies yeah those, those are just weird and awkward looking yeah like, they the stand alien out penis envies, you know so yeah, 
But other than that, no, I don't, I will not, even now, like, I couldn't tell you, like, that's a Texas orange cap. Like, I kind of yeah. remember, but no. it's You're not a mycologist? I don't know well enough to... Is that what that is? I don't Mycology? Know. Yeah, that don't sounds know. right. Yeah, because my, yeah. mycelium, yeah. you know, because that uh, sounds about right. Mycology. I, 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 can, I can get behind that bullshit. I mean, hey, <laughs> what I've been doing for quite a while. Yep, yep, it's convincing. <laughs> mycelium some of the fucking coolest shit that we're just now figuring out. Like, it's like a big, like inner web of, of information and nutrients getting passed around the whole entire forest floor. It's like this whole yeah, runway. Yeah, it's like trees. The, the largest living like trees organism can talk, in the mushrooms world can. is that underground shroom. Uh-huh. There's one in Oregon. That's yeah. a really large one, a large area. Uh, I, know, I know this. Uh, you can order uh, mushroom spores for psychedelic shrooms online. Yes. Oh, I actually did that, like the, but uh, I didn't do anything with them. Yeah, because, don't I, have them? Are they because we don't anymore? admit to crimes on fucking podcasts. We don't admit to doing it for non-fucking I, I, I research purposes. I think it was like purposes. through eBay or something like that because we were trying to find like this was before we figured out how to get mushrooms. Um, <laughs> but it, <laughs> it was uh, yeah, like you can grow your own, and then yep, I we bought them, difficult. and then decide yeah, and then looked up how to do them after we bought them. I'm like, oh, we don't have the capacity for this in our apartment. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy had a house and did a did a solid like. I mean, I guess you know. I, I the the expression is college effort, but you know, yeah. college effort evokes limited space, time, and money. And he like had all three of those, so yeah. he like yeah. put a postgraduate effort into it, you know, because he had already graduated college and had space to like buy coolers and humidifiers. Yeah, didn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I have trouble keeping my Snapdragons going, so I mean, I just I, it was it was too too big of a task. Them, you know, Snapdragon. See, did you ever see that Pamela Anderson movie, Snapdragon? No. Oh, uh, see, uh, that, barbed wire. Only barbed wire. Yeah. Or I knew about. Well, obviously, you guys remember barbed wire. I mean, right. that was that was her claim to fame. Snapdragon was like before that. Like oh, even okay. like I would while say while she was doing Baywatch, still probably before that. Oh, it was wow. like one okay. of those solid like one of those movies. That are made for movies made for specific purpose that guys like us would rent at Blockbuster back in the day. I'm just trying to think of what those were called, like softcore, basically. Um, Okay, all right, I got you. Yeah, yeah. There's like basically a plethora of titties in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's about it. A tut related movie (laughs) is what I would think of. (laughs) You know, you know, a famous actress, uh, Shannon Tweed, comes to mind. Okay, okay, but no, Snapdragon was uh, she was a uh, female serial killer. Oh, that would of course you know get naked. Oh, you know, cause you got to, yeah, you know, yep. yeah. to got to lure him in somehow. Yeah, yeah. Gotta lure him in somehow. <laughs> but she had a like razor blade in her mouth, and oh. she would oh. sl- Pamela Anderson would slit the uh, necks of the. Uh, I was, I was thinking right. dicks. Oh. I was like, way to go! Yeah. Damn, Snapdragons. Snap- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I ever actually saw barbed wire like start to finish. I've definitely seen. Good portions of it. I couldn't I would love tell to get, you anything no, about it. No, me either. I saw it like when it came it. out yeah. for sure because when I was eight or whatever, because Pamela Anderson. Um, we should get high and watch it. Yeah, barbed wire. Yeah, yeah. We'll live stream it, man. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Eat our 
Popeye's chicken or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> chicken sandwich. Here we are live. Here we are live. Here we are. Getting on the freeway. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at Traffic that. Traffic today. Oh, here we are. Got, got lots of traffic. Oh, what's that up there, Adam? Oh, does well, that's mo- the third Idaho plate we've seen. <laughs> I think we didn't even get to like the, the, the Mill Creek exit. We're like, okay, this is done. Oh, this go. is done. Let's <laughs> just go eat chicken. <laughs> so fucking bad <laughs> it took me like 15 minutes to position the mics in there too all uh, yeah. awkwardly <laughs> that shit that's the worst part yeah like we was it just, just audio or we had just video? Just, no, it was audio oh yeah. fuck like we had just left filming a skate video at the fucking high school right. <laughs> you know all this shit in the back of his subaru oh Jesus. man good yeah. times good stuff Good stuff. Maybe we'll do something with that audio. Third one day. Idaho. Third Idaho. <laughs> you know, we should there. just mix it into a song. Right. Yeah, exactly. just like yeah. remix it. Right. Yeah. If the corn yeah. kid can do uh, it. The Patreon subscribers, you get the, yeah, uh, right. get the unreleased. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get Miles and Music bonus. Kid to fucking sample it in there somewhere. Oh, so fucking funny. hell. Uh, well, barbed wire, I think, leads into a nice little topic. Yeah, uh, nice yeah that's what I was today. trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Snapdragon. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have. I have a lot of different categories, so I so have. So let's let's frame this real quick. Okay. So All at right. the end of our last episode, because yeah. I will actually release these in order. Okay. Um, we Kenzie had the great idea of talking about lesbian things. It on really our next came episode. from Robin and you not knowing the term well, U-Haul lesbian. Yeah, we didn't know right. what a U-Haul yeah, you lesbian. Did I explain yeah. it well enough in no, the last episode? Should think, we try I don't again? Think let's we, let's I don't pick think, up there. Okay, let's, well, let's pick, pick up, up there. there. All right. Okay, so there, this is a, we're going to talk about lesbian we're, things. We're going to talk about lesbian uh, go-tos as far as uh, people you should know, terms you should know, mm. but this is very basic. I feel like the weight of the lesbian community this. is on my shoulders right now. It's like lesbian right 101 kind of stuff? It is. I always thought this was lesbian boot camp. Just <laughs> you know, if you're going to a foreign country, these are the basic like, how do I use the restroom? Where's the oh, yeah. where's the bath? Right, th- right. Those are this type of knowledge that I'm giving you. Yeah, we can <laughs> we delve deeper, and of course, there's like historic uh, people that I'll touch on, but I won't go too deep into it. But we'll just give a very blanket, basic knowledge. None of those were lesbian puns, by the way. None of them. Touch on and go deep. <laughs> touch on and go deep. Starting strong. Okay, so U-Haul, uh, a U-Haul lesbian. U-Haul lesbians are pretty much all lesbians. Um, so the joke of They're pretty much all lesbians. Because wow. the joke is, Fuck, dude, I is that they bring that. U-Hauls on their first date because when you fall for somebody, you fall really hard and really fast. For example, when I started dating Mandy, it was about three months until I had a drawer and I was living with her within six months. Okay. And that is a pretty standard, I feel like, for most lesbian relationships, if not even a little uh, taking our time uh, for for the timeline. Uh, It is not uncommon for a lesbian to live in Florida, another one living in California. They meet once and they will have plane tickets ready to go to visit each other. (laughs) Like, it, it it is hard and fast. Um, and I think the reason of it, I I found a few little yeah. Most memes. of the music of the lesbian community, slow and smooth. Slow and smooth. Um, <laughs> okay, so one of the quotes that I found when I was like trying to describe like what it's like to be in a relationship with a woman when you are a woman, uh, the quote is, "I wish I could date a lesbian. It'd be so much easier." 
Okay, but have you had a fight with someone who knows what an attachment style is? <laughs> like, we're on the same level for everything. And uh, there was another fucking quote. God damn it, I can't find it. Uh, oh, uh, spooning a, uh, when you're spooning and you're lesbians, it's more of just a fight to absorb one another. <laughs> so you also like tend to morph into the same human. Right. Um, so anyway, so, uh, U-Haul lesbian is, is, uh, just a, a way to say that lesbians move very quickly in their relationships and mm. we are ready to move in very quickly. Okay. Right. Um, other terms just show up with the house plan like on the movie the professional yeah. and it is it is, is not gift? no this is mine i'm gonna put this, it over yeah there. It's like you have a south facing window <laughs> yeah. not uncommon Tammy. Tammy with an eye <laughs> i also thought i'd start <laughs> <laughs> just we can edit that out <laughs> <laughs> no way man <laughs> okay so do we know the history of stonewall Oh, no. Okay. No. I thought this might Stonewall be a good thing. Riots. Just Yes. Yep. Do we know what year they happened in? No. 1969. Okay. Uh. All right. All right. Some pivotal people that were involved in that. Uh, a little brief history of the Stonewall. Stonewall Inn was a gay bar in New York City in Greenwich Village. Okay. Uh, it was operating during a time when it was uh, not really legal to be gay so uh they would have police come to the bar all the time to raid the bar kick everybody out police brutality all that stuff uh so the stonewall riots happened when um a couple of mainly not mainly it was uh black trans women or uh uh uh, trans women of color uh and they finally fought back against the police Ooh. during one of the shakedowns okay. and then it turned into a riot. And the reason why we have pride now is because of the Stonewall riots. Like, wow. so the first pride was a riot, which was Stonewall. So, uh, also another reason why a lot of people have a hard time with pride now because it is so commercial and corporate mm. pride mm. started as a riot and right. it's a, a liberation movement. So some people that you should know, uh, Marsha P. Johnson. Mm. Marsha P. Johnson was a black trans woman. She was one of the ones to throw the first brick uh, in the riots. Uh, Sylvia Rivera, another one that you should know. Uh, Miss Major Griffin, or you can just call her Miss Major or Major. And also Stormy DeLarvery. Uh So those are all women of color. Uh, Stormy was a butch lesbian, but everybody else was a trans woman of color. Okay. So that is a very, very, very brief uh, history of Stonewall. Wow. And that's interesting because, like, so you said 69, so yeah. that's, what, 40-ish, 50, yeah, 50 some odd ago. years, right? And Stonewall just had its 50th anniversary, like, Right, not so that 50 ago, yeah. years, we've already changed the meaning of some very dr- drastic event in history yeah. to something now. Like, just think about, like, all the different things that have, like, shifted to these things that are just now accepted as positive things. And nothing, right. not saying anything negative about pride, but... Right. Where it started from, and you know the the, the how issues it can that, morph very right yeah quickly. to yeah. where we have you know pride pop tarts or whatever right. right or Target just has a pride shirt so within the gay community it's uh it is now kind of a hot button issue of mm. you want to attend Pride because it's like our kind of uh, anniversary of liberation basically right. and and then now that we're getting more integrated into mainstream so it is nice on one hand to be recognized by big corporations to see that we're you know having some kind of representation but on the other hand are they really doing anything or is it just a ploy to you know get the gays to spend money at their uh organization so it it, it, it can be a hot button issue to talk about pride yeah um 
If I say the term BIPOC, do you know what that means? Yes. Okay. Yes. Black, indigenous, people of color. Great. A yes. plus. Um, if Sweet. We'll just assume. <laughs> yeah, Robin I would have knew said, that as I well. Would, I would have said that more clearly and quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more confident than Adam. <laughs> um, okay. So getting into more lesbian-specific uh, terms. So we know mask and femme, right? Mask. Mask yeah, yeah, is I, short for masculine. Yes, so okay. if oh, a masculine yes, yes. is someone who presents as masculine. They don't so, always identify. So we would we would commonly probably use the more derogatory term butch. Well, I'll get into that. Yeah. So butch uh butch was a term that was used uh before mask. It is not derogatory if it is used, I believe, within the the gay community itself. Like a lot of people still identify as butch. Yeah. Okay. Um like Leah Delaria, who's an actress, she uh I believe identifies as a butch lesbian. Um, but it's it can be used as a derogatory term. Mm. Same with dyke. Right. Dyke okay. can be used right. either uh, way. Forgot about that one. Uh, femme lesbian, someone who is feminine presenting. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, studs. So studs are, uh, it is a term reserved only for the black lesbian community because Ooh. the <laughs> racism permeates all areas of the world, even within the, our own LGBTQ community. Oh, okay. So when you had butch and femme lesbians, they, uh, black and uh, Latinx lesbians were not included in within that uh and so they made their own kind of representation and so if you are a stud that is something that is reserved for someone who is a not white mask presenting lesbian okay um and femme still for femme there is one called fish fish but i don't know enough about that to know whether or not but i know for sure studs is reserved for for, yeah exactly Okay. Um, do we know what a pillow princess is? Fuck. I want to say I've heard this the term so before. This is so fun for me. Yeah, but, I haven't uh, heard of that one either. No. So a pillow princess is uh, a lesbian who usually is not the one that is doing oral. So they usually oh, are the ones that are okay, laying down Okay, that makes sense because yeah. Yeah, they're pillow biters. They are um, receivers of pleasure pillow more than biters. givers of pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, that's the the I don't know if derogatory is the right word, but uh, I've heard the the word pillow biter before in the the, the yeah. gay community. Yes, yeah. So there are a lot of terms that I mean I think coming from two straight white males might be deemed as derogatory, but if you hear them in passing within the gay community, these are things that we would flow freely to each right, other that right. would not be derogatory. And and like so the the the, the traveling that I've done and the, the 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 different cultures that I've been a part of. I think the one thing that I could understand is terminology that I'm not allowed to use. And like, I find it like I, I hear it and it's fun and it's like, okay, cool. But like, yeah, I will never say that thing. Right. Yeah. Right? You know, so I thank you for like letting me know the, the safe, safe, like the correct terms to use. Right. Uh, because I know, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things is like, I just don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Well, uh, well as one of the whitest dudes ever, it's like, I also don't think I can walk into a, you know, confidently into a, into a, 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 a lesbian bar and be like, what's up studs? Yeah, like that's a great the, way to get your ass kicked. That him, is a really good one. Hit them with the finger guns. I just don't think. I don't. I'm just picturing that Robin <laughs> sauntering into the uh, wild rose. Uh, yo. Where my butch is at? Uh, where my butch is at? Holy shit, I didn't even think of that. 
Yeah. Substance. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to get your ass kicked. Yeah. An ass kicked I Fuck. would get. Yeah, yeah you I would. would. Oh get enjoy after. every moment of it. Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we have Pillar Princess, and on the other end of that oh, spectrum, man. we have Touch Me Not Lesbians. So a Touch oh. Me Not Lesbian is someone who is purely turned on by giving pleasure. They do not oh. like to receive at all. Oh. It is uh, something that is, is that right? very strong within them. It's not even a preference. It's more of like a... like. So they receive pleasure by giving pleasure. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, and hey, then we have tops, bottoms, and switches. Okay. So those are pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um. Switch is somebody who goes either way. Uh, eyebrow slits. Great way to identify a new Gen Z lesbian. They have big eyebrow no slits. No shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that, yeah. I was wondering why yeah. the, the eyebrow slits were coming yep, back. Yep. Okay, cool. So the eyebrow right. slits uh, have been uh, adopted by the lesbian community. All right, all right. Um, so, uh, so it, so. Also, oat milk and iced coffee. Oat milk and iced coffee. Yeah. Okay. Big part of the lesbian community right I now. I love oat milk. Yeah. Cold brew ice, yeah. yeah. So, well, so you're an ally though. Yeah, so yeah, that's why. I am, yeah. <laughs> so that's why. So the, the, that the, that's a great way if you're in a a gayberhood. <laughs> if you get the uh, oat milk and the iced coffee. Yeah. That, that's better than a five dollar in the tip like, jar. <laughs> ways to identify lesbians: holding coffee at the top like this. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Holding the steering wheel at the base with two fingers in the no steering shit. wheel. Oh, just like always. Yeah, oh, at the bottom. From the top though, not yeah. like. See, oh no, wow. no, no, no. Yeah, dominant grab, not <laughs> dominant underneath. Grab. Yeah, dominant grab, but still grab. at the bottom. Yeah, still at the bottom <laughs> undercarriage. Carabiners, um, also a great way to oh, identify lesbians. Oh, carabiners. I love Are carabiners the new cargo pants? Uh, you, you know what? They might be. They might. Holy yes. shit. I, I would, I would oh my say God. that carabiners. it actually might be the new cargo pants. Holy moly, I forgot. But you know, I have, I have hope that the cargo pants will come back at some point because Crocs, I knew, would make uh, a full circle mainstream kitschy appearance. Yep. And I feel like we are just on the verge of that for cargo pants. Yep. But... Yeah, carabiners. Carabiners, an also a great one. Um, okay, let's That's see. Huge. My actually, you know what? Real quick on cargo pants. Yeah, my younger oh, brother still has a pair of Abercrombie and Fitch zip-off bottom cargo pants from like 1998. I mean, I still have yeah. mine from Red Hook that I wear. Like, what the fuck, man? That is yeah. an old, old pair of cargo pants. <laughs> That's just an old <laughs> pair of pants. <laughs> That's what fuck, we call man. an old pair of pants. Uh, also, uh, cuffing your pants. Okay. All right. That's all right, that's another right. one. Which Do- one? Uh, it, cuffing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so rolling them up. Uh, Dude, somebody needs to bring back the tight rolls. Remember the tight rolls yes. back in the day, like Z yes. Cavalier tight rolls. Fold over, roll, roll, roll. You see the little bottom of the creaky socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's what's oh, up. That's good times. Fuck yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that so many categories. Okay. Uh, thrift stores, great, yeah. short nails. Mm, okay. That doesn't well, go. That's not an end-all, be-all rule. But most lesbians like to keep our fingernails. I was short. gonna say just I mean, for hygienic reasons. Yeah, yeah. But there know. are those lesbians that are femme and that really like it. But then they will keep the front too short. I think it's very important for me to acknowledge. Nice. Yeah, it's very important. You know, pre-internet. You know, the uh, early introduction to quote lesbian was very narrow. <laughs> very narrow. <laughs> I'm learning a very narrow subset of the lesbian community. A very femme, femme, yes. femity, femme, double femme. That, right. that brings me to my next point. 
Lesbian porn is not watched by one single lesbian. Oh, all right. Because of that reason. Because yeah. it is through, mainly through the straight male gaze. Yeah. That makes so sense. So it is yeah. unrealistic. Uh, so our porn is things Wait, like... Wait, so there aren't lesbian delivery women and lesbian plumbers? Oh, like a lesbian pool Is that what girl? you're saying to me? Pool woman? There's no truth there to are, that? There are, but yeah. there's about 12 hours I'm, of I'm cuddling really... that we would watch before the act I'm happened. really sorry, ma'am. It's a very expensive pool filter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here with my U-Haul. Yeah. Um, yeah, so our porn is things like the movie Carol. I don't even know With what Kate Blanchett. And Romy Mara. I know I haven't seen that. Okay, so Carol is a staple that, and I have a whole category of like staple lesbian movies. Oh, what brought this on was we were talking about Bound. Exactly, Bound's on the list. So there are those movies that are the for thirst traps. There are some of them that are about sexy lesbian relationships, or about in Carol's case, kind of a sad lesbian relationship that you know happens in like the fifties and you know whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there are also movies um, that aren't inherently gay but they are staples within uh or scenes that are staples within the lesbian community Mm. for example the fight scene between rachel vice and uh the other actress in the mummy 2 okay we're bringing okay. up the Mummy Returns. The Mummy Returns. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Right? Staple. Yeah. Staple. Be fresh. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so I've seen it, but refresh my. Why is that a staple? Is because it just like a sexy was, fight scene? It was two wimp, Egyptian women kicking each other's ass, okay. and both of them looking hot while they're doing it. Okay. Remember All the right. uh, remember those Bud Light girls that fought? There was that ad campaign that those two chi- those two bikini chicks would always fight, like in uh-huh. vaguely. It was another one of those documentaries probably made up by the yeah. straight white men. Yeah. <laughs> you know, remember yeah. that Bud Light yeah. ad yes. It was Miller Light or whatever. It was one of the beer. It was like these two chicks would just fight and then their clothing would just, you know. Fall off. You know, I mean, yeah. it was, you know, the early, yeah. early aughts. Is that what they call those? Early aughts, 90s. Uh, early yeah. 2000s. 90s, early no, 2000s. you might be right. It might be the early aughts. Yeah. Ought one to ought two. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that? Can we that? please do that? Yeah, let's read that. Let's read that. Out. Hot one. Uh, somewhere between hot two and hot six. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a Simpsons joke about that. Like Grandpa Simpson said, uh, yeah, they, the, the Nazis took away the use of the O's back in the 20s, the 30s. We had to use the word hot. The use of the O. I love Grandpa Simpson. Fuck. He was one of my favorite characters. All right, please. Oh, okay. Another thing <clears throat> that do- isn't reserved only for lesbians, it, it it can extend to other people in the LGBT community. You had an emotional dependency on a teacher at some point. Okay. So you had an emotional okay. support teacher. Right. For me, mine was my social studies teacher. Okay. Uh, and oh, like the one that would like sit on the front of the desk and be like, I know it's or tough. Or you'd like go eat lunch <laughs> in their room and just like obsess about what they oh, do like after they students, leave. Like art students. Or yeah, just yeah, <laughs> like art students just sitting like on the chair backwards. You place know, you like, felt safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. flip the chair around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro. I'm just being real. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna Can I break talk it down? one on one right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Every one of us had one of those teachers. Oh fuck. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. Do you know who Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach are? Hmm. I know who Abby Wambach. Is. Okay. Abby is a uh, a famous soccer player, women's okay. soccer player. Okay. Um, 
Glennon married Doyle. to Sue Bird. Okay. No, different. That's Megan Rapino. Oh, Abby Wambach. Yeah, that's is my the bad. other one. Yeah. So she okay. Glennon Doyle is a fascinating uh, lesbian that we have acquired just recently. <laughs> she <laughs> has been a huge win for the community. So she started out as a Christian author. Okay. About and she had a blog about motherhood, and All so right. she became like one of Oprah's list of like okay. self empowerment. And she she had um, uh, addiction issues and eating disorder issues and stuff like that. But uh, she released two books, and she had a kind of a fascinating life with her husband and her family. I won't get into that because it's not really relevant. Uh, but basically, her husband and her uh, her husband cheats on her. And she Ooh. then goes... Story as old as time, though, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. And goes from a Christian <clears throat> book writing blogger, falls in love with Abby Wambach, comes out, I believe, in 2017. So she was in no way, like, gay adjacent, an advocate. She, she it was completely closeted, um, but... Due to her marriage falling apart, she. This is also a great example of U-Haul lesbians. They met in person one time, ah, one time, and then the sad. entire relationship happened over texting and emailing. Wow! And then through that, they form like an actual intimate relationship. She breaks it off with her husband and gets together with Abby with only meeting her one time. Wow! And then they they're still together to this day. Oh yeah! Um, big lesbian icons now, and they're more in uh, relevant uh, to today's uh, mainstream lesbians. Yeah. Wow. We grew up with the Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> Anne Hesh Exa- lesbian. Exactly. Right. The yeah. late the late Anne Hesh. The Malith. I know. God. The late Anne. I'm Hesh. so my heart is so broken over that. Mm. Um, well, she was a very complex human. Remember when the yeah, Ellen came yeah, out? Yeah, I could do a poll. Yeah. Well, Mandy was telling me about how because yeah. I was really young when that happened, and Mandy was not. Um, <laughs> so she I remembers going to a gay bar, and mm. it was packed to the brim because everybody knew that that was going to be the episode, oh, okay. and so it was Everyone like a knew. huge yeah, was, culture shift for the gay community. Is the Ellen coming out episode? That's great. But that is for a very specific generation of gay people. I don't think uh, like anyone maybe. Gen Z, I feel like probably because Mandy's, knows Mandy's about it. a couple years older she's than Gen me. X, solid she's Gen X. She's, she's yeah. a couple years older than me. She's roughly your age, right? I'm 42. She's 48. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I remember that just because I was probably watching too much fucking TV and I can just remember shit I saw when I was oh, yeah. Because yeah, I was, what, was 94? Was I remember the time cover. Yeah, yep, somewhere I'm good. 93 to 95, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was 10. Yeah. Yeah, was that People Magazine? Yeah, no, it was I'm, Time. Time. Yeah. Time. It was huge. I remember that. Yeah, little did we know she would go on to have her own Oprah-esque talk show and demand that people don't look her in the eye. I know. It was It was actually a little sad that it all kind of happened that way. Is that's that all how it really, ended. Is that all kind of true? I, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I've just I heard kind of have gone. I, I went down that wormhole briefly when all that came out. I choose to think of Ellen for all of the good that she has brought in this world. Huge. And I think huge. maybe... She is an introvert and gets overwhelmed and maybe had some um, unfortunate encounters and maybe yep. did not treat some staff probably... well, which could be said for a lot of I'm people. Sure. I'm sure. Um, not justifying what she did was right. Um, she apologized for it, right. so she acknowledged that it did There's happen. context around And it exactly. Right. So yeah. I am going to give her the benefit of the doubt because... She is still Ellen, and I yep. am part of the generation that that was. She did a huge thing for it, it, 
lesbian and gay entertainers. Right. Um, but I also think we also can move on and find new icons. Totally. So both things can be true. There's a um, the the uh, rapper and actor Common. Uh-huh. <clears throat> when he, because uh, he was an underground hip hop guy for like a number oh, yeah. of years, you know, and then it wasn't until he got kind of linked up with Kanye. I can't remember the album. I think it was called B, but that was his first like kind of platinum album where it pushed him out of the underground into mainstream. Yeah. And he was at Bumbershoot. And I remember standing in line because I wanted to talk to him. And he was, he was kind of an asshole. Yeah. But, um, you know, actually I saw an interview with him um, a couple of years ago, probably five or seven years ago. And uh, he was saying that uh, basically he was like, when, when stardom hit me, like I didn't know how to handle that yeah. shit. And it's like, you just kind of get triggered by all this stuff because you don't know how to handle it. It's all the stuff you wanted, but then you get it and you're like, I don't fucking know how to handle well, and you're, shit, When you fame know? hits that level, yeah. not, I want to be clear. I'm not making excuses for bad behavior, totally. but I'm going to make an excuse for maybe some bad behavior. Um, when, like as someone who operates with, uh, like I'm an extroverted introvert, like when I, I can be on when need be, but mm-hmm. like, I definitely need space. I need quiet time. I yeah. need yeah. people not around Same. me all the time. And so if that is my, everyday experience now where well, I just don't get a moment's peace, there'll probably be some times where I act like an asshole. It, it's, and it's, unfortunately, people are going to know about it because I'm in the main, mainstream media eye. You and I are kind of wired the same way in yeah. that it's like I, I normally have more of a high motor or whatever, but it's just like if you aren't, usually it's coincides. If I don't get your cave time, like, like I'm a nightmare. Like right. it, I'm it, a nightmare. It usually it coincides with some other shit that like is causing me to be usually down yeah. and not my usual self or right. whatnot, but right. it's just like, no, I can be fine, but just I'm going to be quiet today. Right. It's like I can't just be fucking on all the yep. fucking time. And that's hard too for funny people, funny people like us, uh, and uh. Ellen, we're where everyone's expecting you to always, always be, be this on. bright, cheery source of light and yeah. laughter. And there are days where you don't feel like that. So I feel like it hits harder yep. rather than like being somebody who is known for being grumpy and then maybe getting a pass because like, oh, that's just who she is or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ram Dawes talked about that back in like the 60s, early 70s when he like went from Richard Albert to Ram Dawes. Yeah. He himself thought he could only be this like holy person and spiritual all guy and all this like holy everything's great. Look at me, I'm fucking Ram Dust. Right. But behind the scenes, he would be so miserable and angry because he couldn't be his full self. Yeah. That one of his uh, one of his uh, gurus was talking to him. He was like, "Well, you're you're, be, you're a human being right now. Have a human experience. Learn mm-hmm. the curriculum. Yeah. You know. And so like you gotta experience your full emotions and honor that shit yeah. right you got to honor the times that i'm the same way i got to have that downtime if i'm always on i'm gonna yeah. be an asshole at some yeah. point and i'm not gonna show up the way i want to exactly that doesn't mean i'm always an asshole right right and I that's i think we you are know, human full of complex I just, emotions i just dropped my yeah. metaphorical sound bowl <laughs> 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 huh? Can I get a Zen-esque rim shot? (laughs) Um, Okay, there it is. There you go. It's cleansed now. That's good. good. We are pure. That is nice. Um, Might need to start working that in. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) owe. I'm the first to say that I'm just not a big sports person. Yeah, so yeah. I am now becoming more, uh, trying to become uh, more knowledgeable about lesbian reputation in sports. Oh. And so when I had to cancel the other day for a gay emergency, it was because I got tickets to the finals. Yeah. And I, it happened to be Sue Bird's last game. Yeah. So I'm oh, so glad yeah. I did. Good so for you. I yeah. showed up and saw Sue Bird's last game. So I know the staples, which are Sue Bird, Megan Rapino, Yeah. Uh, Ashlyn Harris, and uh, I can't remember. 
sports name right now. I don't um, know but is. they are on the soccer team that yeah. mm. they were part of the Megan Rapinoe lawsuit for equal pay in the mm. in the league. So there are those like key lesbians that I know, but I know them not through sports, but through like political movement. Uh, uh, so we should stuff. we should uh, so yeah we should uh, rattle off some key lesbians. Yeah. But like, if we're gonna just rattle off a couple, I mean, I'm like gonna... addicted to the WNBA now. I went to like oh, four can... games, and now I'm okay. like yeah. fucking hooked. I'm so, all over the aces. I watched all the so, finals. So the WNBA, I think even I don't remember who it was, but it was somebody like might have been Rebecca Lobo or somebody. Yeah, said that it's uh, at least like probably sixty, like two thirds is let two thirds is gay. Like, if not more like, yeah, and like the fan base I would gather oh, is, is probably like, in the 90% yeah, range yeah, like, and showing up to those games that's what made me want to be more a part of the WNBA community even not as a very sportsy person Yeah, showing up to those games and looking around and seeing everyone like you like, yeah. and, and having that kind of representation and Ooh. having just like they're selling shirts Teams shop is selling shirts that say protect trans lives and black lives matter. And like, they are able to like be, I feel like so much more political because they're the WNBA versus the NBA. I don't know why, but like, it is just such a safe, fun environment to go to as a queer person that I'm like, I need to get season tickets. And you know how much season tickets are? Cheap. $500. Yeah. Really? Five. Like it's insulting how cheap they are. Holy shit. That so is we're going to get season tickets for the next year because it's yeah, like, it's, it's so much fun to go. The, you, <laughs> you can't know. even go to an NBA game for well, under 500 bucks. Exactly. Here's, here's and the, we were in the here's, semifinals here's, here's and I got the, seats for 40 bucks. Uh, here's the not, oh, zen, wow. not zen whatever side of that is that the league is completely funded by the NBA and yeah. operates at a functional yeah. loss. The... I it's feel, fucking cool, I'm not, and they play a better brand of basketball. Yeah, but it it doesn't. It's not financially solvent. If my job was to level the books, yeah, right, right. like you know, and yeah. it's like it's unfortunate, but it's rad that it it probably will can. It's going to continue to exist. Like, do you think, think it'll ever you know, become big enough to hopefully? I, I mean, that is I think, my hope. Honestly, yeah, the fact that I they got it has, it has mainstream the it ESPN coverage for the NBA or the yeah. WNBA finals was huge. Yeah. Like they they okay. never air stuff like that, which is yeah. why it's hard to be a fan yeah, if right. you're not in the town because you can't really watch any games. As, but I think in the 2017, uh, you know, 2016, 2017, there was a huge shift in women's sports and the visibility and with Megan yeah. Rapinoe and Sue Bird, who they've been doing it. Super has been in the league for 21 years. Yeah, yeah. Only playing Holy for Seattle shit. the yeah, entire time. Yeah. And we're wow. just finding out about her in 2017. And she's been doing it the whole time. The, uh, it's still, you know, it's it's a difficult issue because especially uh, this came to light with the uh, f- the final four March Madness, men's versus women's. Mm-hmm. And they, the women do just a larger tournament, just okay. a big a deal. Yeah. I mean, UConn, for instance, is fucking a champion mo- more often right. than not. Yeah. Super went there. Yeah. You know, but it's just like uh, one of them, uh, one player showed like the women's workout room versus the men's. And I'm yes. shit you not. It was like, I'm going to do a self-deprecating joke. I have a better fucking workout room. Yeah. Right. You it's know what I'm saying? And it's like to resources, yeah. to representation, wow. to media, to, to sponsorship. Right. Like they're just now starting to get big sponsors. You know. And like the, 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 the WNBA finals that I watched, there was this player who played for the Las Vegas aces. They, they won, ended up winning the whole thing. And it was yeah. the first in franchise history. Yeah, um, they, they Chelsea the- Gray is 
fucking lethal on the court. Like well, absolutely. Kelsey, Kelsey Plum went to also, UW. Went to UW. And she, I, she is straight, but she is. Chelsea Gray is gay, but they both are fucking lethal. And it was so fun to watch. Yeah. And I felt so much more invested watching that game than I did in any NBA game. And I, I do think with that being aired on ESPN and how the culture is shifting, I do think at some point the WNBA is going to become hopefully as important as the NBA. And I, I don't want a merging of the two like, oh, we're equal, so boys and girls can play together. I feel like there's space for both. Right. They just both need to be equally important and get the equal amount of like resources. In the late nineties, they tried that in all-star weekend <clears throat> where it was a two on two with the WNBA and the NBA all-stars playing two on two. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Like Gary Payton playing with, you know, Cheryl swoops or whoever. Okay. Was okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Cheryl swoops. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. 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 Swoops. Yeah. Yeah. Hi-yo. Yeah. Uh, Good times. Um, okay, cool. Uh, another really big uh, lesbian stable, <laughs> the show The L Word. Yeah, I heard about that one. That's about 20 years old now. Isn't it, it is, but yeah. it's the only one we got. Okay. So yeah, I heard we, about that we go one. in hard for The L Word. So a friend of mine. it doesn't really hold up, and it's a bit problematic, but it, like I said, <laughs> it is the only thing that the lesbian community so, has, so we hold on to it very so, dearly. So, so a friend of mine who was into, well, I guess now would be, Facebook acquaintance at best would probably be the best one. I'm not going <laughs> to name yeah. names or sure, whatever. Sure. But this person uh, at the time was into this show 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And I, she was I, apparently I, she was dating a dude at the time. And I think she's now out as a lesbian. You know, I'm not sitting here going, wow, you're into this show Tiny 20 secret, years ago. I came out because of an episode I watched on The L Word. It resonated wow. with me so much that it was the moment that I came out to myself. And it was because ah. of watching that show of wow. just being like, oh shit, this is something I've been fighting my entire life. Because I came out pretty late. I think it was like 20 or 21. Okay. Um, but I had always had those thoughts of being attracted to women and like, but I just grew up in a culture of this is something you can overcome. And right. I want, yeah. I wanted more than anything to fit in my whole life. So I just did yeah. everything I could to fit in. Yeah. Um, so having a show like that, as much as it is a little bit icky to rewatch because it's still like showtime. It's very white. It's, you know, kind of plays into tropes a little bit. It's also like the friends element where they Ooh. are really, really privileged and really, really rich. Okay. Um, okay. But at the same time, like very uh, honest representation of like lesbian relationships. And okay. yeah, so that was a big one. Um, Let's see what other ones. Mummy two. Oh, uh, but Mummy I'm, two. <laughs> Mummy two. I just you know, have asterisks from... yeah, twice. I, bound, I, Carol. Yeah, make sure that you still <laughs> make sure you talk about Mummy two. Yeah, yeah. Please make sure. That bite scene is, is yeah. on point. Oh, bite God, scene, Mummy two. Kidsy arrow. Please. Oh, but, Jennifer's body. Oh. Not a gay movie, but staple in the gay community. Don't know that one. Uh, that is with Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried. Okay, yeah, I do know that. And one. that yeah. actually holds okay. up. It's Diablo Cody who wrote Juno. She wrote this uh, horror movie. movie about a girl who gets possessed by a demon in high school and uh, then eats boys. It's the fucking best movie ever. I do remember that. That sounds good. You yeah. should watch it. It's got a great makeout scene between the two of them. Uh, so you got that. Um, so you got that. Yeah. Also, so you got that. Also in case the 22 minutes and 47 in case, seconds. In case in, the right? internet's not <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have we eight copies at home. In case if you, you can't it. find anything on the internet, 
Things that are lesbian canon. The movie Practical Magic, which is about two sisters. Sandy B. Very gay undertones. Really? Sandy B and Nikki K, huh? Yeah, Nikki (laughs) K. There are those movies where it's like, are they sisters or are they fucking? And that is a movie where you kind of of ask yourself sometimes, like, are they sisters or are they fucking? What started this whole conversation when I was talking about, like, uh, the lady was watching uh, Xena. And all that, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's so much, just so Build much. Up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, just fucking bang already. <laughs> yeah. Like the entire show. <laughs> we the entire to. show. I'm like, just fucking, just oh, take her. Tension. Just fucking take her. <laughs> yeah. like, my God. She's right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, like, like a frustrated fan watching his team strike out in the bottom of the net. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Uh,. There's a movie called But I'm a Cheer- Cheerleader. So that is a oh. uh, starring Natasha Leone, who is also a gay icon, a lesbian icon, but she is straight. So Ooh. she is a also a hot button issue of like she plays a lot of lesbian characters, but she herself is straight. Ah, but like she J.K. Is Rowling. Not at all like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. at all. Yeah, just who apparently I... released like an 800 page book recently about um, a YouTuber that gets. Uh, either murdered for or or is like threatened her life because she is uh, talks out about the trans community. So it's basically an autobiography. Wow. And it's like 800 pages long wow. and I won't read a word of it. Nope. Um, anyway. Would you rather read that? How do you feel about J.K. Rowling? It's heartbreaking, honestly, as as a Hufflepuff and a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. But uh, I feel like, and I do feel like a lot I of- I too am a Hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I might think, be too. I I yeah, too. Yeah, I think you. Yeah. I think we're all uh, Hufflepuffs in here. You should just change the name of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like a Hufflepuff <laughs> with like Slytherin Rising, though. I have no fucking oh Slytherin. Yeah, 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 Waxing, waxing Aquarius. Yeah, your 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 star sign is definitely Hufflepuff, but I do feel like you have some Yellow Slytherin tendencies. Slytherin's a great house, but in regards to J.K. Rowling. I feel like the Harry Potter series has become so much bigger than her Ooh. that it almost is owned by the fans rather than it's owned by her. Okay. Like, because okay. it's become such a huge part of specifically millennial, but like that was our growing up. Sure, her bank account would disagree with that. Well, she, she <laughs> doesn't get any kind of, I already have the books, is all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. I no. can reread them anytime yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, not giving her any money. There's only so many ways to, quote, skin a cat. Or yeah. Some, yeah. Well, look at, jo- look at George Luco, though. Fucking Star Wars. People are going Boner Jams 08 on everything. That's Boner Jams 08. God. Uh, no, it was fucking heartbreaking, but I don't want to give her so, that power and like the ref- harry potter for me is a very personal relationship ref- and so i i own it still and i still love harry potter but i try not to contribute i'm, I'm pretty willfully ignorant about both harry potter and the whole jk rowling thing but wasn't it she she basically was talking shit about the trans community and oh that, not and- even just talking shit she's like Triple, double down on it. Yeah. So like, she's like violent a, against the, the trans and community. And then like wrote a movie or a play or a show yeah. where the main character is trans or something like that. Yeah. And she sees them as predators. And what is confusing is that she is a gay advocate or self-proclaimed gay advocate. So she's cool with lesbians. She's cool with gay. She's cool with you know, everything mm-hmm. LGB, just not the T. So it's, hmm. it, for me, to have that kind of like wherewithal to understand that like in in she claimed that Dumbledore she wrote him as gay and that was a huge 
thing before the trans stuff started coming out. And so, you know, and the whole book is about, you know, the misfits and marginalized fighting against, you know, an oppressive regime and all that. So it's like, and she, she, she has it right in so many areas, but for this one thing to stand out, what that says to me is some kind of internalized trauma. So if you are just vehemently that angry over one specific group of people like something more is going on than just being ignorant especially because she is not ignorant about these things she's just choosing to be hateful and violent um but yeah and she won't stop like it's she's now kind of like wears it as a badge of honor rather Mm. than just being like hmm, maybe i could investigate this inside a little bit yeah so i think she i feel bad for her i feel bad for her but also it's a heartbreaking situation I didn't but, know she had such a, a, a an open stance about you know a vocal stance I should say about yeah. the other you know uh, gay community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was initially it sounded more like uh, kind of like Trump, kind of like, like kind of yeah. like a drunk grandma at Thanksgiving, and it's just like oh, it was one time. It's like no, no, and then she's like no, now I'm sober. Yeah, I meant all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to make sure that you understand what I said when I was fucked up. If you need that. a pen and paper, I have it. <laughs> if you can write down a copy, transcribe. Yeah, it's oh, it's man. odd the amount of uh, the energy she's putting behind it. Like yeah. it's 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 a very strange situation, mm. and it's a bummer for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is interesting because um she didn't get invited though back to the when they did the HBO Harry Potter reunion, they brought everybody back and she was not invited. Oh. So I feel uh. like I can support the franchise even though well, she is the creator it, of it. It is but, interesting like, cuz I can't really think of sorry, uh, sorry to cut you off. I can't really think of a lot of times in which I mean to to an extent like I stopped really watching I mean I don't really, you know, vote with my eyes in cinema but it's like yeah. i definitely stopped watching tom cruise movies after yeah. he fucking started going on banana fucking <laughs> right. jumping on oprah's couch and shit still really enjoyed top gun and cocktail and color of money and days of thunder and shit but like yeah, yeah. not really down with mission impossible 3 18, through 12 right yeah you know and i think there are a lot of those actors that like i like I'm not in a rush to see a Steven Seagal movie. Like I'm not losing anything. Oh yeah, anything. he went all fucking yeah. weird right. too. I told you one of my life regrets actually was going to Sasquatch Festival and seeing Nine Inch Nails instead of seeing Steven Seagal at the Tractor Tavern. And <laughs> oh my god! Ballard. You did tell me that. Like yeah. literally, I had three nights at the Gorge and I saw like fucking Ben Harper, Nine Inch Nails, and, and all this shit. And you're like Steven and Seagal, and I'm just like fucking a man. Steven Seagal is probably playing right now, and like Trent Reznor's like, oh, it's so good to be back. Here. Here, this is my favorite venue ever. I'm going to play all my best shit. And I'm like, you did fucking... fuck that up because they still do shows and he don't. Seriously, dude. Steven Seagal playing oh blues at the God. tractor tavern. Yeah, yeah. he kind of went off. Well, he, like, separating the Russia art from now. the artist, if the art is good enough, like I might. A lot of people won't watch watching Neverland because of that. Right. They don't oh, want to yeah. fuck with Michael. Yeah. But also, like, uh, Mel Gibson was not in a rush to yep. watch any new Mel Gibson movies, yeah. but I fucking love Maverick, you Maverick. know? And oh, it's Maverick's like, so good. Dude, shit, did we just podcast we about Maverick? We did. Yeah, this like, is we the third time we've probably talked about Maverick. Just, like, we should yeah. just change the name of the podcast to yeah. Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a, that's a cool thing about now is, like, we know uh, we can be smarter about the way we want to spend our money, yeah. right? Like Hobby Lobby, right? Yeah. Hobby Lobby, Chick-fil-A, right? Those right. are both companies that support anti-gay and lesbian movements, yeah. right? They funnel money into 
like companies to make them like fix them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not going to go to Hobby Lobby. I'm not going to go to Chick Fil A, right? Yeah. I, I choose to do that with my money. Other people don't give a shit, right? Yeah. But that's fine. You know, Home Depot is kind of like riding the line with some of that stuff right now too. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you want to have that, you know, that idea that your money is going to something that you're actually supporting, mm-hmm. then you have that opportunity now. Yeah. Just like with the movies and the actors, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and it's just uh, I think it's personal choice and like if I can if the movie pops up and it's already on my Netflix subscription or whatever and it's like I'm not paying directly you'll, or you'll get down with some Under Siege or some Fucking Under, under Siege, siege. <laughs> under siege yes. to Dark I think we territory. watched Under Siege not Fuck too yeah, long we ago did. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah dude dude uh, fucking Monica was like woefully under uh, like underwhelmed I'm like dude this is like Top five action movies of the early nineties. I mean, yeah. it's like yep. fucking epic. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, Gary. but I did have her watch. She watched a uh, Down Periscope, and she really. Oh fuck that. yeah, Down Periscope. Well, so by the way, that's like the sixth so, time dude, dude, I watched fuck that you, movie. Dude, now. you just keep bringing that shit up. You got that it written is. down in that legal pad over there, down like Periscope. legitimized Down Periscope Check. streaming purchase. <laughs> oh yeah, Robin. So. I, I was watching Down Periscope the other day. See, it wasn't just that one time we Seven watched. Times, no. Seven times, Seven times, yeah. <laughs> I have now saved a net $3 as opposed to just <laughs> renting it now. All I do is watch Down Periscope. Fuck. Wait, okay. I know, I saw that pop up on my, uh, my watch Fucking list the other down day. Periscope. That and Volcano have come oh, back Volcano. up. And I, I do love me some Volcano. I haven't seen Volcano. I've, I've With seen Tommy Lee Do- Jones and Anne Heche is in it, too. Uh, oh, it's oh, an Anne Heche joke. Yeah. Movie. It was the Dante's Peak volcano, and then there was a down periscope and a something else that came out. Okay. Deep Impact oh. and uh, uh, Armageddon. Armageddon yeah. yeah, when yeah. the same scene came sense. out. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, okay, so the other day, I heard something really strange, so I Googled it to see if it was right or not. Did you know that before Dr. Seuss became like super popular, he made taxidermy replicas <laughs> of his characters? I believe that. Using real animal parts. I believe that. It is some of the. 100%. So he's got like a weird. Like a fucking. Like a. He like made that with a sea lion. Yes. All the things. And they look just like the characters in the books made in these taxidermy. And there's like, there's actually a traveling circus that goes around that has the taxidermy. Like some original, some replicas. Google it. It's I'm going fucking to. crazy. Oh. It's crazy. They have like the fish and the shit. Like and all the things. Pinky. I used to love it. Yeah. Pinky. And they look just like them. They're just animal parts from other different oh animals. God. The dude like sewed together and made his fucking oh Dr. Seuss my characters. God. I fuck, it kind of makes like, me part like of me more. Is like, I know. I know. <laughs> part of me is like, that's more. fucking dope. And part of me is like, that's fucking weird, man. Oh, you know what? what, what that's thing? literally like that House of Wax bullshit we yeah. talked about. Right. You know, like human centipede type shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like season one of American Horror Story. Oh, that was a good fucking season. Yeah. Oh, I think two is the best one. There's only one show. There's only one show about lesbians. Like show, yeah. drama, like comedy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That it that they are the main character and that they are the center. It's not a lesbian of... comedy. Nope. I'm writing one right now with a friend. Good for you. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I'm friend tired a lesbian. Of it. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, oh, why does that gotta be? Of course, why? Because you, know, you can't have. You have to write what you know. <laughs> okay. You gotta write what you know. I was thinking about this. You know, as we ended this. Fair. You know, yeah. as yeah, of course. As we as we we're talking about this, I'm like, oh yeah, we should talk about. We're going to talk about, you know, lesbian 101, lesbian boot camp. This will be great. I'm like, huh. 
be very good to get a straight white male's perspective on this. It's very underrepresented. You know, like, you know, we just never know how the straight white male feel about things. It's like we should really be consulting with these guys. Well, the first the first gay rom com that's ever existed is being released at September 30th. It's called Bros, and it's written by Billy Eichner. Saw saw a preview for that. Yeah, I can't fucking it, wait. It looked for like it looked but like super no bad. Equivalent to that, it looked so like we a super one. bad, and it just it basically first. like really? yeah, like so so the okay. yeah just showed like a like a funny comedy, yeah. and then the last scene just shows them in bed together like, uh, yeah. and then it went to like bros coming soon. I'm like, oh, that might be funny as shit. It's it's cool. Billy Eichner is a funny motherfucker, and I will watch anything he does, and I am so excited about that movie. But the lesbian movies that we have access to are period pieces and. One of them dies or goes back to their husband. So it is not like, there is no like lighthearted, hey, we just are two lesbians and here's a story about our life. Like the story is It's always some scarlet letter shit. It is. Or it's like uh, fucking with Carol and it's like, you know, they can't be together because of the time and they have to separate. Or 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 that lesbian. They they succumb to their sickness or whatever. You know, not the most glowing portrayal. Yeah, so there's there is lesbian representation, but there is no lighthearted rom com that is not lesbian. Like there, there's there just isn't. You don't yeah like I feel like it's no you TV know as Hollywood it's an untapped resource. I mean like you know the lesbian surf ninjas you know well, like so you're writing one yeah I'm writing one right now so great. I have I have two in the works but the first one um, movies yeah full length awesome. feature film Fuck yeah uh, I won't even say the plot but they are lesbian uh, the uh, you know what I lied. There is now a show that has been released (laughs) within the last like two months and is the reboot for League of Their Own. That is the new lesbian L word uh, that we have. So it is a comedy, dramedy, uh, but it's uh, Abby Jacobson who did Broad City and then a bunch of other like comedians. Like one of the the new non-binary cast member for SNL is in it. Um, so it's a completely queer cast, uh, queer writers, or maybe not completely queer cast, but like all female cast, um, and it's queer centered, and it is phenomenal, and the lesbian community has exploded over it. So there isn't that there isn't a need or a want or desire for this. It's just it is slowly starting to happen. But we had a huge crack in the glass ceiling with the new reboot of League of Their Own. It's okay. fucking phenomenal. So, so uh, you know, when, as, I, as I am wont to do, you know, part of the takeaway outside of, you know, me obviously becoming a more tolerant straight white male. <laughs> but is, 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 you know, I like to be able to acquire tidbits of knowledge to be able to pepper in my everyday oh, yeah, thing. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You know, much like... Not to use studs, not that I was going to. <laughs> but now you good, know. But now I know. God damn it, I'm drawing blank now because I was. <laughs> God, what would be. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple that we should probably be. You know, we should have a couple nuggets. What's something. Ah, yeah, see, now I remember where I was going with this. Okay. You know, everyone, when they think of lesbian singer songwriters and whatnot, they're obviously, if they're probably roughly our age, they're going to go for the big Melissa Etheridge. Etheridge. That's classic. They're going to go for Indigo Girls. Shit, I made that joke last night. Right. You know, my flex, and I've never even heard any of her music, but I always flex Toshi Reagan, which is like another solid lesbian singer songwriter i can give you a couple more if you want yeah yeah no no so so basically i'm not necessarily looking for the generation though 
Yeah, see, I'm just looking for something the equivalent of like, you know, when I'm like, ah, you know, I don't have time for that Melissa Everidge. I'm more of a Toshi Reagan guy myself. You know, see, that's... <laughs> yeah. so, so you so, get, it's your clout? You need some clout? Yeah, so okay. I need some clout. Right. It doesn't right. need to be... It doesn't need to be music related, but I'm looking for like being able to just... Yeah. Okay. So, uh, current relevant ones right now that yeah. I'm not even. So yeah. these are Gen I need Z. To be, these I need are to be Gen like Z. Super mainstream. So I'll yeah. Be like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Girl in Red. Don't know one of her songs. Uh, what the fuck is? Okay. So that's an artist. <laughs> Girl, Girl in Red. But that that is that is what she goes by. And Fletcher. The both of them are lesbian. Uh, Fletcher. Singer songwriters. So this is like when I when I see a couple. If I card a couple, um, you know, younger... and mark my words, Taylor Swift is coming out as a lesbian. Really? I guarantee. I oh, really? heard it here. Oh, you're putting it on. She is. Okay. Co- right. She is so, going to. She is going to come out as bi or as a lesbian. So, so there was actually a. Uh, I used to heard. I heard about it on Howard Stern years ago. Um, who I think actually's gotten a relatively bad rap, but Howard yeah. Stern. Um, there was there was a, a betting year every year. There's one for who which celebrity's gonna die, but another one mm. was who which Who's celebrity's gonna come out. Come out. Ooh, yeah. And I remember at the time, is years ago, the big one was uh, I think it's I might fuck up the name because I don't watch the show, but is it David Hyde Pierce, the guy from Frasier? Oh yeah, uh huh. But it was just like, like we all called it. <laughs> yeah, but it was just like well, I was like well, I, I'm not a betting man. But. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris surprised me when he came yeah, out. I did not see, see that see, coming see, out. I would like to see the line on that one. No, Taylor has been, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm aware of her because of her uh, lesbian community following. Like, the lesbians that love her really fucking love her. Okay. Um, And she's been dropping hints for years, and I think her new album uh, that is about to come out, I think is about her coming out maybe to her self-experience. Yeah, so Fletcher and Girl <laughs> So those are the Gen Z ones. Tegan and Sarah would be a good oh, yeah, mille- millennial yeah. reference. Oh, what about Tattoo? Uh, remember Tattoo? Tattoo? <laughs> do you remember, uh, do you remember that You remember the video. So. Yeah. 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 Also, Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Carlisle is the new... Uh, she has been around forever. She's doing great stuff right she now. She is blowing up, and she's been doing shit since the early 2000s, yeah. but Monica's now she's finally starting to get her, her dues coming to her. Um, but she is kind of like a country rock singer songwriter, almost folky, but not. Um, but she is now like she doing shows what? with Joni Mitchell. Like, she did a duet with uh, Marcus Mumford recently. Well, when yeah. I yeah, exactly yeah, yeah she and Alicia she's everywhere. Keys, yep. she, like, she permeates yeah. kind of John, all genres. That's right. Yeah. yeah, so she's a great uh, lesbian, and also uh, when I go see the Judds, she is supposed to be an appearance instead of Naomi Ooh. Judd. We're supposed to get Brandi Carlile. Oh, I could see her working out really well yeah. in that because she was a Judd, she was a Judd fan as a kid, yeah. which made me love her even more. God, that's great. Yeah. Um, an honorary judge okay, yeah. Yeah. in the judge community okay so Sarah Paulson we talk about Sarah oh uh, before I move on musicians Bikini Kill I'm oh. Bikini Kill okay yeah, yeah. so front oh, woman oh what about Pussy Riot Pussy Riot yep They're same same right. kind of idea well Bikini Pussy Riot's Kill, a protest Bikini Kill happened or Pussy Riot happened because Bikini Kill existed like Bikini Kill was the first like female punk activist they started like the riot girl, the girl riot movement, like mm. that kind of genre, subgenre of punk. Like they were, I'm sure there was a, a band with like people of color that did it before, but like they were the first ones to make it mainstream. So yeah. Bikini Kill is like the the ground zero of angry girl music. Um, mm, and okay. I just saw them at Marymore a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah, and it was I cried because it was my 13 year old uh, oh, manifestation coming to life. Great. 
Uh, but the front woman is Kathleen Hanna, so that she is a lesbian activist on top of being a badass musician. But she also did uh, La Tigra is another band that she mm, that fronted. That sounds familiar. Decepticon. Yeah, yeah. Who okay. put the bomb in the bomb? Yeah, yeah, the, totally. Yeah. Ra- yeah. Okay. Uh, Sarah Paulson is also she identifies not only as lesbian, she identifies more as queer, but she has been adopted by the lesbians because she started dating Holland Taylor, who is also gay, uh, and Hollywood royalty in her seventies. She was on oh, the practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I, I was, saw something about that. She recently. was on the practice. I'm trying to think yeah. of her because she's Adam, done Adam a shit only ton of theater. Monk. I'm trying to think of <laughs> shit that you guys have seen. Tony should lose all I need. Man. <laughs> okay, this is what she looks no, she's like, like, and she's I feel like you'd know her one face. One of the most dignified-looking women. She oh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheekbones yeah, 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 yeah. for fucking days. She was the professor in uh, Legally Blonde. She's yep. been doing theater and stuff forever. <laughs> Tony um, should lose. But her and Sarah Paulson came out as a couple in the same year that Mandy and I got together. So that's my little pat on the back. Oh. Um, and they exploded the lesbian community because they're an age gap couple, which we don't get yeah. to see a lot of. Which we we love, we love older women in the lesbian community. Ah, matriarchs, yeah, matriarchs, yeah. Jillian uh, Anderson yeah, is another one. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. we'll see, 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 like, the, the funny, well, like, it's not funny, but, like, literally, like, kids is like, she's like, I like the older women, I'm like, listen, you're like, John, John's <laughs> not dropping, but I'm like, I'm learning something, and she's just into, like, yeah. mommy issues. I'm like, ah. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, Ever, you should know this, Robin. This is common knowledge. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I could really equate to. Or maybe also because... What about they're... Kathleen Turner? I know she's not lesbian, oh, but... Oh, yeah, but, I but, love... Like, like, Kelly you... McGillis. <laughs> love a Kelly McGillis. Lori Petty, who... I don't know if Lori Petty actually ever came out officially, but uh, I feel like she girl. is... Yeah. That, I got to imagine... Tank girl. Oh, Tank girl. Yeah. Tank girl. lesbian. Oh, coming uh, of age, canon, like... for sure. Yeah, yeah lesbian can What about... What about... Um, who the fuck was the female lead? I never even saw it, but Empire Records. Who was the female lead in that? Oh, fuck. Is that uh, Liv Tyler? Liv Tyler. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Great movie. Mm, no. No, she's a, I think she's also a Scientologist, so I think she's kind of on the outer yeah. rim of that community, so we don't like fully embrace her. Yeah, like I found out, found out, uh, found out Beck, Scientologist. I'm like, uh. Yeah, there's uh, a bunch of them. Yeah, like, Jason kinda... Lee. Also, Fred uh, Armisen. Yeah, I think I knew that one. Who? I think Fred Armisen. Really? Oh, Portlandia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think lesbians <laughs> enjoy older women because there isn't that patriarchal thing of like we will be those older women. Mm. So it's not like a man looking at older women and seeing like an old woman. Like we see like power wisdom and, and wisdom you just and see, you the just worth see, in it. You just yeah. see like you look at an older woman and you automatically just see Jane Goodall or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, like you've done <laughs> shit with your life. You fucking Diane yes. Fossey. Exactly. Oh, That's exactly you know what, what happens. So I was actually I had a friend on a, on the my other show a couple months ago. We were talking about people that just not stepping into their their uh, their adulthood yeah. fully, right? Yeah. And you know, you know, with us, like we pretty much grew up in the nineties and in the nineties and 80s there was this big like plastic surgery you can look younger you should feel younger movement yeah. right and yeah. that happened for like 30-ish years oh yeah and so that i think prevented people from really wanting to be that age yeah but with that age came wisdom yeah right and so that wisdom is imparted down and that's mm-hmm. how that works we get that knowledge from our elders yeah we went through a whole like probably generation and a half of people not doing that shit oh the right? millennials so now, like, really got hit hard with right, that because totally. that was like also like the slim fast weight watcher era of like diet culture too yeah. on top of everything else yep. of like 
being youthful. So like we have to be able to step into these stages of our lives. And so when we get older, it's that sagehood, you know, and we have that wisdom. We have the wrinkles because we've lived the life. And even though those people that are coming up behind us are really, really smart and very capable, there's that deep wisdom that we can impart with them. But we have to know and be able to accept that part of our life to truly impart that knowledge. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing to hear that, like what you just said, because like, I think that's, that's been a big miss in our, mm-hmm. in our, in our generational gaps for the past, like probably 20, 30 years. Yeah. And, and I don't think, I also think why women relationships happen so fast, they aren't <clears throat> surface, like not to say that they straight relationships can't have that level of deepness, but there is like men and women operate differently. Yeah, they are wired point. differently. Mm-hmm. Like a man can look at a picture and jack off. Like I, women just can't do that. Like I need emotional investment. I need like, you know, like there's an we, emotional we intimacy about that, level. That, that lesbian porno you <laughs> yes. gave me where it was like, holy yes. shit. Exactly. There's it's so just much it. just like staring across the bar. And, and one's like, not better than the other. Go fucking talk to him. But like <laughs> talk I, to him. It, it is just so nice to be in a relationship with someone that, that our brains are wired the same right. way when it comes to certain things. And it's, and it's not that men aren't like they don't have that available but i think like especially younger men in in our culture it's not like celebrated or embraced and so it's something that like there's a lot of disconnect when it when you're in a straight relationship that doesn't happen when you're in a same-sex relationship and i think probably same goes for gay guys but the funny thing about the difference between gay relationships and lesbian relationships you still have that male testosterone like there is no grinder for lesbians Hmm. like also, it could be a safety issue, but there isn't like, oh, we're just going even... out to fuck. Like, gay guys will go out just to fuck because oh, the they have that stories testosterone. stories I hear from right. some of yeah. the, it's they, they party. Quite, a, quite amazing. And quite there amazing. aren't lesbian bars. There are gay bars that lesbians go to, but there aren't a lot of lesbian bars. Mm. Did you Except hear, for maybe Wild Rose, but did like Did you hear about the the uh the it was supposed to be the inclusive like lesbian bar in Portland that closed after literally its second day? No. Wow. Yeah. Why? We need to do that on another podcast. Oh shit. Yeah. What a bummer. See, we can't oh, have yeah. anything. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, we're just at home braiding each other's hair. We're just like right? you yeah. know, <laughs> Exactly. praying to your Jane Goodall over the fireplace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make your offering before bed. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to buy tickets to Little Fair or what? Okay. Fuck, yeah. Oh, Um, my God. We might need to do... You got some notes. We got to do this a two-parter. No, I think that's basically it. Is it all Jane Goodall? Yeah, it's just Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall part one. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and just like lesbian sex never ends. Lesbian sex never ends. No, it ends when we feel like it. No, really. I've gone for 12 hours before. Oh, good for you. Like, with stops and starts in between, but like... Lesbian sex never ends. Doesn't have to. Yeah. Just keep going if you want. Yeah. Oh. Good on you. Yeah. That's a good way That's to end it. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, we never It never end. ends. It never ends. <laughs> Ooh, it's kind of spooky. Yeah. Stay cheesy. <laughs>